Right, hello and welcome to episode number seven. Seven. Never thought we'd make it this far of Oddman and Squeak. I'm Squeak. Uh, I live in this flat. And I'm Oddman and I don't live in this flat. I keep wanting to say I'm Oddman just to see what your face would look like. <laughs> <laughs> like, bish, I'm clearly Oddman. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably just be like, wait, who am I? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> Immediately, I was like, 24601. <laughs> right, so we are so we are currently sat in a very dark flat, because despite the fact that we very much could turn on lights, we've turned off all the lights, yes. and we're just sat in my living room, mm-hmm. just, you know, really thinking about stuff and yeah. making some decisions. I and... spend most of my time when I'm at home by myself in the dark. Whereas um, I turn on every light I pass to yeah. the eternal frustration of James. I walk around the flat in the dark. Uh, I'll go to the shower in the dark. I just don't turn on lights unless I you absolutely see, have to. that's fucking not clumsy privilege. <laughs> <laughs> if I could walk around the dark, I would. But even when I can see obstacles coming, I fail to... <laughs> like um was it like balance privilege <laughs> yeah, balance privilege yeah it feels about right i have that i've also had several traumatic experiences with showers that oh, oh my gosh yeah if i had 50 pence for each time i've had a shower instant i'd have a pound yeah and that's not a lot but it's weird that it's happened twice <laughs> yeah yeah and like because everyone's had like incidents in the shower like you know slipping and whatnot but yours are like catastrophes yeah Absolutely. Actual catastrophe. So the first one was, I, it was at uni and I still, I maintain that I didn't fall through the shower because I was drunk. Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> there was a standing pool of water in the shower. My feet just went out from underneath me mm-hmm. and it was one of those bath shower conversions with the glass panel. And I just went hands first, luckily. Um, through this shower panel it shattered and went absolutely everywhere and I maintain that I fall over enough that that was just bound to happen with standing water (laughs) on the floor Um, (laughs) uh, but I do blame the way I dealt with falling through the shower on being drunk so I moved broken glass out of the way with my bare feet so I could continue doing my original plan upon coming into the bathroom, which was to brush my teeth. And then I went and ignored the fact that I was profusely bleeding at this point, just went to bed Took my makeup off, was like, oh, I should wrap something around my hand that is, like, bleeding. Wrap the makeup wipe around my hand and then just fell asleep. (laughs) I love how you tell that first part of, like, oh, I just, you know, brushed my teeth and uh, went down the hall to bed and that was it. Just wrapped a makeup wipe. Yeah. Nothing happened. My flatmates. (laughs) In fact, I don't think it was my flatmates who discovered me. It was next door. Uh, Jen, who used to live next door to me, mm-hmm. um, came round because we were meant to go out and do something and I wasn't answering phone calls. <laughs> so she let herself in, came up the stairs and it looked like The Shining had been reenacted in our hallway because it was just <laughs> bloody footprints everywhere because I'd stepped on broken glass, bloody handprints on the walls. And I'd even done the, you know, the slide down the door frame. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like fully covered in blood. And then I heard her coming and emerged from my room and I had bled profusely overnight. 
I'd fallen asleep on the hand that was bleeding, so it had dried to my face. <laughs> and then I just, like, emerged outwards, and just, like, covered in blood, but, like, otherwise fine. Like, hi, Jen! <laughs> shocking. So Absolutely fucked up. Shocking. I was very, very lucky to have very good friends who helped me clean up that fucking mess. <laughs> But the second one was only a couple of months ago and I was doing rookie error again. You know, after I do something stupid and fall over or whatever, I usually have about like five or six months after that period where I'm super careful. Yeah. Um, and then I start to feel confidence that is not deserved or earned. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and, you know, this is what, eight years later and I started to feel confident in showers again. <laughs> It was only a couple of months ago and I was trying to clean the shower whilst in the shower and cleaning fluid on bath Mm -hmm. surface meant that it was the slippiest surface known to man. So you don't have a bath mat? No. 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 Which, ah, oh my God, I need to get a bath mat. (laughs) (laughs) Rookie fucking error. (laughs) The uh, the epiphany right there. (laughs) Oh, bath mats exist. (laughs) But I, um... Yeah, went arse over tit out of the shower again. This time it was a curtain, but the curtain was all wrapped around me and stuff. So it ended up not only dragging the curtain down, but the railing that kept the curtain attached (laughs) to the ceiling came down on top of me. um, Smack into the tiny space next to my... So I fully pretzeled into this tiny little space (laughs) next to my um, bath before the wall. And I landed on a toilet roll holder so and you could see exactly where i landed on my back because it was just three <laughs> points of the most intense bruising i've ever had in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> it went black <laughs> and then it went the whole whole spectrum of colors before it eventually faded but suffice to say should not be trusted near showers i i think it's a part of your kind of like carefree and what is, how do you pronounce the French thing? Uh, Joy de... Uh, stupide. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Because I don't have accidents. Like, I don't do any of the tripping and the falling and the all that kind of stuff. And that's because I overthink the fuck out of every single <laughs> movement that my body makes. Um, I am so aware of where my body is at all times down to, like... You know, how much am I breathing right now? Am I breathing out too much? Am I breathing in too much? Like, what is going on? Oh, my elbows are pointing out just a little bit too much. Bring them in. Okay. And you're slouching again. (laughs) Um, Because I remember, like, walking down the street with my mum, and she would always say, uh, head up, chest out. Um, And my response to that was to do it in the stupidest way possible, which would be to, like, put my chest out to the nth degree and my head, like, all the way up looking at the sky. Um, And then I would get, like, a a whack around the back of the head and I'd be like, okay, fine. And I walk properly again. Um, so yeah, like if I trip, I can't even remember the last time I had like a trip. I don't even remember tripping Yeah. because it happens so frequently. <laughs> I trip on and off curbs. Like it's very rare. I managed to get onto a piece of pavement without yeah. tripping. It's... I mean, consistently you always have a story about some form of damage that you've done to yourself. And yet I've never broken a bone. Touch, uh, you see, touch wood. <laughs> touch wood. <laughs> you see, now I've chipped bone because yes. my uh, stupid thing that I did 
was when I was about eight years old and I got taken by my mum on a trip to Southend by Sea. Southend on Sea or Southend South by Sea? Southend on Sea. It's where my, it's my, where my dad's from. Uh, well, okay. Lee on Sea. But. Yeah. Southend. Um, and Southend <laughs> has the beach with the fake sand that they yeah. imported from somewhere else. Uh, so there's like a, it's a nice little tiny little beach and uh, there's, there's rock pools in the water. But when I got there, the water was in and you couldn't see the rocks and there's just this one little bitty sign pointing out the water that says beware rocks but i'm eight and i run fast so i was not paying attention to this my mum is laid out ready to do her uh, lobster routine for the day and i go like racing into the water and come to an abrupt stop uh, because my leg has run into something and I'm like, oh no, this is really painful. I'm, I'm, I'm crying. It's horrible. So I go running to my mum and she takes one look at my leg, which is bleeding profusely and just says, go into the sea. It's got salt. That'll fix it. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, well, you're an adult. That sounds wise. Um, and I go running back in and I just kind of like scoop water over it and then I dive into the water and I just kind of forget about it. For anybody who doesn't know, Tamara is a certified water baby. I love the water so much. Just it, like a magnet. Yeah. <laughs> we go on holiday together and Tamara never leaves the pool. Oh yeah. Fast forward uh, about 10 or 12 years and I uh, had damaged my leg in something or other some stupid thing I, I actually hadn't done any major damage to it i think it was like it's like a a big strain but i i had a i had a like a scan done on it and the doctor uh shows me the scan and is like oh when did you lose that bit of bone and it was right where i had run into the water a little chip of bone <laughs> just a little indent um, and if you run your hand, your fingers down my shin, you can feel where that chip of bone is just like gone, gone and has kind of like grown in a weird way. So, yeah, uh, I fed some blood and bone to the to the world. It went out <laughs> into the ocean. There's meaning in there somewhere. Yeah, you gave an offering to the ocean at the age of eight and the ocean accepted you as it one of its own. It accepted me. It did. And that's the only like big thing no no i once slipped in l's court oh no no and the dog thing and the dog <laughs> okay your my injuries th- seem to be more like la- lasting than mine <laughs> i just have lots of them frequently you have lots of them frequently whereas i just love tearing ligaments yeah i just i love it love good Love a good rip. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I once slipped whilst wearing high heels in Ellscourt Station um, with a ton of fucking people around me. So many. And I did the quintessentially British thing of... Oh, it doesn't hurt. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely fine. Nothing to see here. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was like, nope, there's nothing. I'm absolutely... No, no, no. I don't need your help. I don't need your help. And I got Stop up... Stop looking at me. <laughs> yeah. Avert your gaze. Do not perceive me. Um, I got out over that early. <laughs> Uh, I got up and I walked to work. My work was only like a six minute walk down the road. Uh, I, I, I got there. Um, I put my leg up on, a, on another chair and I, I went away and did my work and everything. And I, I just didn't get up until lunchtime because I, I probably had a lot of stuff to do. I don't know. Or I was reading fan fiction at work. I don't know. Who knows? Many potential reasons. 
I got up, put my weight on my leg and collapsed. And I had to be taken by some dustbin men um, because I, I worked for the council and I worked in the building where the dustmen were uh, based. Um, and the dustmen came up to the office and they were the ones that took me down to the hospital. The dustmen took me to the hospital and they left me there. There was no epic romance that started. I am um, so disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, found out that I'd torn the ligaments. But the best part of all of this is that because I shared, there was this whole like new uh, open plan office thing that they were trying out where they had made all the directors share an open plan office. Uh, and I just happened to be in that office with them because my department at the time was just me and someone else. And we didn't really fit within the the rest of the, the office. structure yeah. yeah so we were in the office with all the directors and then the executive director had her little office within our open plan office and so because i was sharing with them she gave me access to her addison lee account uh so for about two and a half months i got an addison lee to and from work and it was it was the best experience that is something very ever. special it was <laughs> it was worth the pain <laughs> Because I lived on Old Kent Road at oh. that point. That's like a lot of travel in the morning and in the evening. And I just got to get into the back of an Addison Lee. And I was like, yes, this is the life. I just, I want to express the movement that Tam just did. It was, <laughs> you know, the bit in Hercules with the the gospel sisters. Yes. It was like such a like sinuous like a wiggle. Shimmy, <laughs> sinuous shimmy. <laughs> That's how the Addison Lee made me feel. That's yeah. how it made me feel. And it's hilarious because I actually remember Addison Lee back when they weren't the impressive service that they are today. I remember when they were like a shitty little cab company on Westbourne Park Road and they used to be used by social services as their go-to um, for, I don't know, taking foster kids places. I don't know. Um, but I used to have one of those every day take me to primary school and I had a um, a woman whose job was it was to just take me to school. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what her job title was. Take tomorrow to school person. Who knows? Clearly. Yeah. That would have been her full title. <laughs> um, yeah. She was like, what is it called? Uh, for because reasons. Because you, you can't leave a small girl in a taxi by herself. A uh, chaperone. She was a chaperone. We got there. We, we got did. there. Did you hear that? We got there. <laughs> Uh, and Addison Lee was the company and then I like took no notice of them for years and years and years and then came back to London uh, started coming back to London like about and they got posh yeah suddenly they were posh suddenly they're in songs you know people are talking about like oh yeah it's not about Uber it's about Addison Lee <laughs> I'm like, if, if I had to write a song about I don't know, the, the bougie Uber experience. It would be all of the Uber XLs I've taken around London carrying furniture. <laughs> that seems to be more my vibe. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You and you're like, oh, I'm getting rid of a sofa. I'll just Uber it. <laughs> it's fine. I tip heavily. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm picking up, what, were you, what was the thing you were picking up from somewhere? Like you'd left it at your old, you had to go to your old flat. It was quite recent. Oh, yeah, yeah. I accidentally got a shoe rack times two delivered to my old flat 
Yeah. Where where I lived like three years ago. Like, yeah. This is a really yeah. old flat. I clearly hadn't updated the address. Um, and I had to go collect it from a very bemused woman who was like, who are you? And I was like, I've got this stuff to live here. She's like, do you live here? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, did you ever live here? And I was like, I promise I did, but you won't remember me. <laughs> we were there for 10 months. Like it really was not a long-term thing. But yeah. We have a new thing for this podcast. We do. That we're both quite excited about. God damn it. It's Tom. like ASMR. <laughs> okay, so we do have a box for them. But currently Tamara is just scrunching them loose on the table. Just... Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be experiencing crunching paper. I need you to stop. Does it make you feel good? It, it makes me feel really uncomfortable. Are you really uncomfortable? Yeah, ASMR. Stop, no. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so no. <laughs> no more weird ASMR voice. You can't just not when I'm here, okay? <laughs> but okay, so we have we called it the box because we're really imaginative. Yes. And effectively, it's a box full of topics that we've sort of put together ourselves. Had a couple of friends contribute a couple of things. Um, mm-hmm. James contributed some very strange questions. Okay. Um, and if any of you would like to contribute to the box, uh, please just send us a message on social media or via our email. I might set up something specific for Catalyzed the box at some point, but for now, <laughs> just send it via anywhere and we'll, we'll, we'll add it. And what is the email address that they can send it to? Oh, squeak at oddmanandsqueak.com. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we thought we'd do our first. Top it from the box. Yes. Tam, would you like to pick? <gasps> yes. Okay. Okay. So. So she, just to be clear, she closed her eyes. There was like a seance vibe there. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what is the topic that has called to you? Oh, I don't know how I feel about this being the topic because, oh, I don't know. You'll understand. Oh. Go on, go on. World of Warcraft. <laughs> So that's okay. clearly come from James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So I am in a relationship with James, but James is also in a relationship with one of our best friends, Nathan, and World of Warcraft. Yeah. So it's it's an awkward three-way. You're in um, a thruple. We're in a thruple. Well, quadruple? Quadruple. Oh, yeah, quadruple. But the unfortunate thing You're is I'm definitely losing. <laughs> So James has been obsessed with World of Warcraft for a long time. And it was one of the things I didn't know about Tamara until I started dating James was the fact that Tamara has also been deep into the World of Warcraft yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Because James is really quiet. And I remember meeting him the first time. And, you know, because, like, like, I don't really like people. Um, and so statement of the century yeah and so james is really quiet and i'm like i have to come up with things to talk about yeah like oh why and then he like vaguely made an aside about world of warcraft and then i was like ah excuse me okay so horde alliance (laughs) and he always has a complex answer to that because he's like i like horde but i'm currently on alliance because everybody (laughs) i know is on alliance and he's so resentful about being alliance and then we were talking about tattoos he's like well well, what kind of tattoo would you get if you got a tattoo and he's like probably a horde symbol i'm like you don't even play horde and he's like oh no (laughs) 
Whereas consistently throughout most of my World of Warcraft life, I have been a Horde player. Oh, should we give some context on what World of Warcraft is? Absolutely or we just not. Go, yeah, Absol- no, I think we just run Google with it. that shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Google pause, pause, Google break. World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the chosen Google sound. <laughs> but I kind of want James to get a Horde tattoo so I can call him a poser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be like, oh, not even a fucking real Horde player. Like, what the fuck? Um, but but then my uh, World of Warcraft friends would then call me out because the last time I played, it was a solid two years of just playing Alliance because no one else was playing Horde. Mm. So who's the poser? We That's did. The real question. We played Horde together. We did. Okay, Lily. <laughs> For like squeak. 20 minutes. Squeak. <laughs> playing is such a big term because if I remember correctly, we made level one Tauren <laughs> and then proceeded to jump yeah. and frolic through fields. Which is exactly the definition of play. <laughs> this is very we true. We didn't do a single quest. <laughs> no, we, we didn't. Just, we got chased by wolves. We got chased by wolves repeatedly. We very quickly worked out the Tauren look so funny when they jump they do <laughs> they have like their arms flounce out and everything it's adorable so we just spent like a, i mean we played for a couple of hours yeah <laughs> yeah we did jumping that was all we did was just jump and chat jump and chat and i'm like this is what world of warcraft yeah. should be and i remember uh you know james i don't i, I mean i don't know Maybe James was excited. Maybe he wasn't um, when he found out that I also played WoW. He's generally, James has about 10 topics of yeah. conversation for people he doesn't know very well. Yeah. And if somebody has a, a topic of conversation in, in in common, that's the most excited I've ever seen James Yeah. Because he's not <laughs> a particularly excitable person. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is, um, James is what we'll call a proper player with air quotation marks and i am what would be called a filthy casual a filthy (laughs) filthy casual i have been playing wow since like towards the end of vanilla um like i i played for a long time the obsession was deep okay but and i used to raid i did used to raid i am not good and in fact my nickname throughout most of my WoW life was whatever character name I had and then fail on the end. Uh, so in my guild, uh, the one that I was in the, the longest, my nickname was Cali Fail because inevitably, oh, I was the Lily of World of Warcraft. How dare you? <laughs> when you're if, not wrong. <laughs> if there was a hole to fall in or a ledge to fall off, or fire to burn in. Like, honestly, if if someone said, tail swipe, move away, I'd move, but in the wrong direction and get swiped by the tail. Um, <laughs> I am I am the person who would run into the whelps. Like, it's so bad. I am the worst player. And it's because, as with anything that I do in life, I do it for fun. I don't actually care about... Like, oh, I gotta be the best at this and I gotta win the things. No, 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 no. It's about frolicking and fun for me. Mm. And the number one thing that I find fun about World of Warcraft is running around doing nothing. 
my number one thing is making increasingly derpy looking gnomes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking love gnomes. <laughs> gnome death knight. Best gnome. <laughs> Everybody else is running around being like dark and brooding because they're death knights yeah. in full armor with blue <laughs> shining eyes. And then they're just like I'm a gnome in full plate armor. I I like maxing out archaeology and yeah like, I do all the quests yeah I, I love questing so much I'm a bit of an achievement whore uh, I do love to like collect titles and whatnot and that's the only reason I ever go into raids is mm. because I'm like ugh I'm gonna have to put some effort in now because I actually I want to achieve something um, but if I can't achieve it then I'm one of those people who waits until the next expansion comes out and then I'm like, <laughs> I'm now so powerful I can go and defeat the old content <laughs> yeah. and get the achievements. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have like the hardcore players who are like, yeah, you're the reason we have to have special titles and special achievements for doing the content at the time it was released. And I'm like, I couldn't care less. Yeah, look at my face. Yeah. <laughs> Does it like, look like it matters I, I'm not using... I'm not using these titles to impress people. I'm using them for roleplay reasons. 100%. Because when I make a character, it has to have story and background. And so, like, you know, if I'm using the title Elder, I'm not using that to show off because it's the easiest fucking title to get. It's one of the bloody uh, annual event uh, titles that you can get. But it's because my character is an elder and they're wise. And that's why they have that title. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you... Did you ever play with James? No. So, <laughs> there was once an offer made, okay, very early on in our relationship for, like, if I ever wanted to. Because I don't think I was playing at this point. If I ever wanted to he'd help out go join his guild or whatever and then i think over time as he's heard about the shit that i get up to and well he's <laughs> that, kind of distanced because yeah. it's not been made again and quite frankly i'm gonna have to talk to him about it because yeah. it's very rude i i want him to drag me through things so mm. i can get more achievements and more titles well he the problem is he's already got one dead weight and that is me yes <laughs> Well, it's at this point that I have to, like, shout out to my friend Dan, who I met on WoW, because even though Dan's not the best player, sorry. He's shit. Yeah. Um, he's better than me. And so he'll be like, oh, hey, do you want a quest together? And I'm like, absolutely. And then he does all the stuff, and I just kind of am there for entertainment. So I played I played WoW for, like, a year when me and James first started dating. Because I was like, oh, cool, open world, lots of quests. I was like, this feels like Elder Scrolls, but with people. Yeah. I was, this so I played it for a while. Um, and then, but all I was doing was questing. And then there was this one bit where I was trying to get, because I like you but not on titles i just wanted to complete every quest i was given mm -hmm. and the problem is i accepted every quest i came across <laughs> so this got quite stressful quite quickly because there were all these quests <laughs> i had no idea how to do any of them and there was this one where you had to hold it was in a pvp bit which yeah. is something that i'm just generally not up for as a person and you had to hold a position for a certain amount of time, which effectively all was this it in meant, Stranglethorn Valley. I can't remember. 
in but, an arena. Yeah, and you just had to stand there for five minutes yeah. without anybody killing you. Yeah. And I tried it on and off the entire time I was in this this area. And it was getting towards the end of this. And there was this one fucking guy. <laughs> and I swear to God, he had like some form of alert set up for whenever I was stood there. Yeah. Because he'd just come murder me. And I was terrible. Like, really, really terrible. So all I'd ever manage is, because I was playing Rogue, is I'd be invisible for 20 seconds so he couldn't find me. Yeah. And then as soon as I was visible again, he'd just straight up murder me. <laughs> and this happened over and over and over again. And it was the same fucking guy. And so I was, like, trying to wait for him to just leave so I could stand in this fucking arena for five minutes and complete the quest. And then eventually I was like, James... <laughs> James logged in on his like fully optimized, great gear, like yeah. raiding regularly character, and he beat up this guy for me. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's like, "Thanks, babe." <laughs> I was like, oh, the worst gamer girlfriend ever. I just—it's the only time I've ever subbed someone into a fight. <laughs> yeah. On the on the subject of like gamer girls, I am one of those people who will happily play into the uh, girls in games stereotype because men are stupid. I'm sorry, I said it. <laughs> I said it. I said what I said. I can't even begin to tell you just how many like mounts or free gear that I have gotten just because I've spoken on Discord. And like I I'm quite unlike in uh in in reality where I'm like ugh, talking to people, ugh, hate them. Uh, <laughs> when I'm on Discord, it's quite fun because I'm playing, I'm distracted by the game, I'm having a good time, uh, and there's just generally conversation going on. And I become, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm bubbly, I'm charming, and I'm chatting away. And then people just give me random free stuff, and I'm like, well, I mean, you're an idiot. Like, not once have I expressed any kind of interest in you, and I wouldn't because I don't fucking know you, and you live miles away. And even if you live next door to me, I wouldn't care. Because ugh, people, um. <laughs> you understand this, surely? We are all yeah, not like, people. People here. Yeah, <laughs> we're just voices on the internet. Hello, uh, and so they they're giving stuff, and then um, I I always made a point of uh, whenever I was on Discord and these weird situations would happen, of telling people, hey, so so and so has just given me a mount. Do we know why? <laughs> And then everyone in the chat would be like, uh, it's because you're a girl. And I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> really? Do you value my gender that much? <laughs> yeah. World of Warcraft. Brutal place. Yeah. Should we do another? Yeah. Yeah. You do. I get to pick Go this time. <laughs> it's a slightly different vibe to the one that you went with. Favorite superheroes. Okay. I have an answer to this. Okay. And it's changed recently. <gasps> Because, so, I was obsessed with Batman as a child. <laughs> I wasn't even, I'm not even sure I ever watched Batman. Yeah. I just really loved his, like, outfit. Mm. And, like, not, like, this is pre-Dark Knight. Yeah. Like, cool Batman. This animated series. Or animated or... series and, like, George or, Clooney oh, outfit. <laughs> oh, okay, the nipples. <laughs> no, no, not the nipples. What am I thinking of? Are the you one... thinking of Adam West? Like, the grey with the yellow Yeah, with the yellow. The that's it, that's it, okay. that's it. Not the nipples. Okay, not the nipples. Cause... I was too young for nipples. Yeah. Um, <laughs> too young for nipples. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, smooth like a Barbie. Like... <laughs> 
But I was absolutely obsessed. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just like, quote, I was too young for nipples. Smooth like a body. <laughs> but I was absolutely obsessed. And I'm not, I don't remember watching TV really at any point in my childhood. I have, whenever anybody in my generation references a TV show, I'm like, don't know, never watched it. <laughs> I'm just completely unaware of TV as a child. I was too busy frolicking inwards. Can I just insert something here? Because this is like the perfect place. Because I just had one of those, you know, like those mind things memories <laughs> just come like things. yeah just come shooting into my brain you were like oh yeah i don't really remember any watching anything when i was younger and i was like i remember power rangers and then i remembered something else and i was like oh my god yeah every time i think of power rangers i remember that i saw my friend's dad's dick um <laughs> wait what <laughs> in a in a like he was not showing it to yeah, me yeah okay cool. in a he was wearing boxers and I came from my flat upstairs to my friend's flat because we were going to watch like Saturday morning cartoons and Power Rangers and everything. And he came out of the bedroom and it was a hanging out of the the little like oh, yeah, button yeah. area. And I remember just being like, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. And for some reason in my mind, I was like, looks like a spring roll. And then continued on my day, continued on my day to watch Power Rangers. And now whenever I think of Power Rangers, I think spring roll. <laughs> and I see his penis. Oh my God, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I was probably like seven and a half, eight and a half. Like I can imagine that, that of... being genuinely traumatic. <laughs> I went about my day, I was fine. Yeah. But it's it's in there. Well, it clearly something lingered. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Uh, yeah, superheroes. so I don't remember ever actually watching Batman, hmm. but I did wear the costume for like two years. <laughs> I, my mum finally convinced me that it was unacceptable for me to wear it under my uniform for school. And that was the only reason she did that was so she could wrestle it off me to wash it. Like, <laughs> I wore it. It was my pajamas. It was wow. my day wear. It was my... I just wore a Batman costume everywhere. Um, and it means that as an adult, whenever anybody is like, oh, favourite superhero, I'm like, Batman. But like, <laughs> cartoon Batman. Um, but I have recently finished watching uh, WandaVision. Mm. And now I'm just obsessed with Scarlet Witch. Oh, yeah, she's great. <laughs> I just think she is the coolest fucking character ever. And then I watched Winter Soldier. So I, I, did, I did Avengers wrong, right? I did the MCU wrong. I've always hated Captain America. Didn't enjoy the first film. Skipped the second film. Watched <laughs> Civil War. Got angry. Resigned to never liking him. And then have ignored him for most of the rest of the MCU. And then watched... Started to watch um, Falcon Winter Soldier. And was like, I'm missing a lot of context here. Yeah. So I finally last night went back and watched Winter Soldier for the Which first time. Which is a great film. <laughs> Which is a fucking fantastic film. And I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> I get why people think Chris, like think that Captain America is like a, making good decisions in Civil War. Because there's all this context that I was just straight up missing. <laughs> <laughs> like, where the fuck Falcon came from? <laughs> yes! <laughs> from my impression. I didn't realise that's when he was introduced. From my impression, he just appeared suddenly and everyone was like, oh, cool, we're okay with this. And like... <laughs> and, uh, but the introduction to Scarlet Witch is in the end credits mm. for Winter Soldier. And now I'm like, okay, I fucking hate Age of Ultron, but I need to rewatch it. 
watch Age of Ultron and like all of those other yeah, stuff. Yeah. So now I'm thinking my favourite superhero is Scarlet Witch, but I don't know enough about her yet yet to like feel fully declare. Yeah. But certainly a recent crush of mine. <laughs> what about you? What would you say your favourite superhero is? Uh just to annoy men, I wanna say Captain Marvel. Um <laughs> oh, It's such a good film it's though. Such a good film. I really, really enjoyed it. And I do enjoy Captain Marvel. My favourite bit in that film. And spoiler alert, I guess. If you haven't fucking seen it, you're wrong. You should have seen it. Um, but I'm sure that's exactly what lots of people are like. Dear God, why hadn't you seen Winter Soldier up until this point? So, you know, those in glass houses still throw stones, but, you know, yeah. broken windows. And the thing is with Captain Marvel, it's that bit when Jude Law's character is like, Fight me! Fight me! Prove you can beat me! And she's just like, no, fuck. <laughs> you <laughs> i don't need to like i don't need to prove anything dick uh-huh, butt. <laughs> uh-huh. i really like batwoman a lot of people don't like the new 52 dc comics um i understand their reasoning but i really liked new 52 batwoman uh i have not watched the batwoman tv show with ruby rose ruby rose that's her name There's a batwoman tv show yeah the cw though oh. yeah oh. yeah Uh, and also she left the show and so now someone else is playing Batwoman for season two I know this stuff but I've not watched it it's because you exist on the internet I do exist on the internet whereas I think I exist on someone else's internet like I miss so much well okay so it's such a weird thing because you exist on the internet in a way that I wish that I did but I don't which is you actually interact with people online like you, you have your Discord server, and you like doing the online with mm. the with the Among Us and the the talking. Um, that's only this last year. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. this last year. And it's but like oh, it's been such a fucking lifesaver over lockdown yeah. for us extroverts out there who <laughs> were like, oh, talk to me, someone. <laughs> and you do you do the Reddit? You mm. know, you were talking about how you post things. Yeah, very yeah. occasionally. I'm mostly a lurker, but yeah. I am 100% a lurker on the internet. I don't I don't interact with people. I don't talk to people. And this last year, okay, because that, that was a lie. This last year, I have started interacting with people. I've joined a bunch of, like, book groups on Facebook. And also, I, can... I think you interact way more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I tell you all the stuff. Because yeah, there's so much, drama, so much drama. And I, I love it. I fucking love it. Uh, so, yeah. So this last year, I've started actually interacting pe- with people. But my whole life, everyone's always talked about, like, chat rooms and message boards and forums and meeting loads of people online and i'm like look unless we were in wow together world of warcraft together and we actually had conversations on it was team speak back in the day mm. likelihood is we didn't really talk because i don't do i think it was the the such a fear of god was put into me as a child about strangers on the internet yeah that the thought of anybody knowing anything about me that i didn't know <laughs> in real life was yeah. really upsetting whereas as an adult i'm like Okay, yeah, but I know where to draw the line. Like, I know, like, I know what information I'm giving out and what I'm comfortable with. It's really weird, because, like, I'm supposed to be part of that generation that's, like, internet native, but outside of an hour a day at school, I didn't have regular access to the internet until I was 23. (laughs) Uh, Because I just, like, I lived in places where we did not have the internet. And I couldn't afford to get it for myself when I was living by myself. Um, So I missed out on a whole, like, formative years of growing up on the internet. Mm. Um, And the closest I come to it is on, like, a a Saturday or something, or maybe, like, an evening after work. I might have spent, like, two hours 
at Easy Everything, the internet cafe, back when those used to be around. Uh, and the only thing I did was go on MuggleNet and YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, MuggleNet, let's talk about what's going to happen in Harry Potter. Because um, I, what I find really interesting is, is the idea of there being like an internet generation. So similarly to my approach, the fact that I've missed all TV references for people yeah. my own age... I kind of missed most of the internet stuff too. It was only when I was like a teenager, like a late teen, yeah. that I really like got involved with internet culture, which means I would still consider myself like a millennial online. Yeah. You know, like I've got all the same old memes, all the same, you know, the fucking badger, badger, badger shit. And like, <laughs> you know, like we all we all went through salad fingers and wish it, wished oh, it yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Whereas Tam on the internet is Gen Z. <laughs> it's like you've gone through like a renaissance on the internet. You're like, yeah. I'm in! But and only in the, the last things. couple of years. Because <laughs> if ever I'm like, Tam, I don't understand what this thing on TikTok is. Tam's like, okay, I can give you a history lesson of what this yeah. meme came from, what it's about. It's, it's brilliant. I just find it absolutely fascinating. That you've... Making up for, you know, a misspent youth of doing things like being outside and drinking alcohol in a park yeah. rather than being on a forum. Yeah. Oh. As opposed to my rural misspent youth, which is cycling places and then like looking at stuff and then cycling other places. <laughs> I seriously spent 90% of my childhood like up a tree or on a bike. <laughs> You know what? Going back to accidents, I fell out of a tree when I was five and a half, six years old, and I I, I didn't fall out on my own like on my own accord. Yeah, it wasn't like just me by myself falling out the tree. It involved a really massive hardback book all about Buckingham Palace. <laughs> very specific murder weapon. Yes, uh, at my school in uh, Melbourne, Australia. And I was up the tree with a friend bragging about how I was moving to the UK and I was going to go live in Buckingham Palace. And (laughs) and she got really angry at me because I was going to go and become a princess. That she shoved the book back into my hands and the force of it sent me toppling out the tree. And it's all Buckingham Palace's fault. It's the Queen's fault, you know. Yeah. And that's... We expect an apology by next week. Yeah, and that's the problem with the monarchy. They don't <laughs> abolish <take> the, respon- <laughs> the monarchy. <laughs> not taking responsibility Absolutely for their mistakes. Not. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. Do you want to pick another topic? Yes. Okay. If you do the ASMR voice again, I will murder you. Just FYI. Okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All of this is in my horrendous handwriting. This is one of mine. Okay. Uh, Would you rather be a well-loved tiger rug or a badly taxidermied pet cat? Badly taxidermied pet cat. Next question. 100%. 100%. There's nothing I want more than to be a badly taxidermied cat. Like, I want one eye popped out hanging on a string and I want, like, a a part of my fur to just be the fur from a completely different cat because 100%. they fucked up yeah. on skinning me or something. I don't know how taxidermy works. No, not But at like, all. you know, I could make some moral point about like, yeah, the rug might be well loved, but you get walked over all the time. And, and also like, like tigers are endangered. This is very true. It's very true. Very true. <laughs> but that notwithstanding, like a tiger, a tiger rug, right? That's been 
a sign of wealth, however mm-hmm. much bullshit that is. Like, there's a certain amount of cachet with having a tiger rug, right? It shouldn't mm-hmm. be, but there is. Yeah. Um, whereas having a badly taxidermy cat, I feel like is such an... You're either a 95-year-old woman called Doris, uh-huh. or you're a 17-year-old weird kid <laughs> <laughs> who really fucking loves thrift shops. <laughs> and I want to belong to that kid. <laughs> the dream, really, is to also have a light bulb. Sticking yes. out of your head between Absolutely. your ears. I want to be functional. Oh my gosh. Or that one, that dude who turned his cat into a drone. <gasps> Taxidermy cat drone. <laughs> oh, there was that TikTok I was watching the other day of those mice who were doing like circus tricks and stuff. Oh, yeah. Taxidermy yes. mice. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's my vibe. But those are well taxidermied mice. Those are very whereas well. We're talking about bad taxidermy. Really here. bad. Yeah. Right, you pick another one. Oh, straight in. Straight in. What is the worst thing about your favourite TV show? Okay. So I know your answer. Oh, no, no. I don't know my answer. So, Wait, what is I'm my going answer? with your favourite TV show being Criminal Minds. Okay. Yeah. And I, I'd say there are two bad things about okay. Criminal Minds. First one is the discovery that the actor who plays Hotch oh. punched a producer or whatever that oh, story what was. Oh, <laughs> I know, because like... I fucking love his character, but dear God, On turns out hand... there's a good reason he left. On the one hand, daddy please. On the other hand, daddy no. (laughs) (laughs) And then the second thing being that, and I haven't watched it the whole way through, but I have got confirmation from you that this continues to be a thing. And it's actually, it's two things. It's the continued quotes at the beginning and end of every episode. Uh Uh-huh. And then it's the weird zoom pan into the picture. Like when they hold up a picture of the crime scene and then they're like, and now we're there. It was a picture. Now we're at the crime scene. Turns out it was just a film still. (laughs) So I'm just imagining them wandering around holding like green pieces of paper. Like this is our next shot. (laughs) So what I am going to say is my all time favorite TV show is The West Wing. Oh, yeah. And there is only one bad thing about The West Wing. And it's fucking Mandy! <laughs> oh! Fucking Mandy! Okay. She comes in on episode one. And she... Oh, oh my god, she makes me so angry. Which one's Mandy? I, bearing in mind, I've only watched episode one. <laughs> okay, so she is the one with the short hair in the car. Yes! Yeah, no, I know exactly oh! who you mean. Because I remember your rage when we watched it. Yeah, so... <laughs> This is the 90s when this aired. And it's like the producers thought to themselves, you know what? There's a lot of men in this show, okay? And apart from CJ Craig, the rest of the women are all assistants. So I think what we need is a strong, independent woman. And how do we show that she's a strong, independent woman? Why, we have her driving a convertible in a very risky manner uh, with pop punk music playing while she shouts rudely down the phone to someone she's working with and then she gets pulled over by a cop but she can't deal with the cop because she's got important things to do like shout at the person on the phone i'm too important for you mr police officer let me shout privilege yeah to be able to do that um and then, you know, she fucking curb stomps her car up onto the, the side of the road and gets out and shouts more at people. And she continues to be so 
fucking annoying. She is the she's the male idea of what women think is like the big strong woman. She's yeah. so fucking annoying. She's so hated by the audience that she disappears without a word by the end of season one and is never heard from or seen again because nobody fucking wanted her in the show. And seasons two to seven, immaculate. Because no fucking Mandy! <laughs> oh, Lord. So, yeah. Yeah, it's I, a good one. Strong feelings. Yeah. Very strong feelings. I was trying, so I was trying to think what my favourite TV series is. It's because, Bones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was... Because... I was like, surely there's a TV series that like I've been watching for longer, or but no, I'm not very good at TV. So yeah, <laughs> and the one TV series that I repeatedly watch is Bones. Yeah, and I was trying to think like what the worst thing about Bones is, and it's a hundred percent. It's one episode, <laughs> and it's the episode where David Boronese is in a coma, and he's imagining that he runs a bar. Yeah, and like all the characters are in there in like different places, uh-huh. and it's the worst thing that has ever been created. It's cringy <laughs> from start to finish. All the characterization is wrong. Mm. <laughs> You're like these these characters that you know and love, and they're just wrong. They're just wrong. Just like what is happening? Why? It's like they uh, they all just wanted a break. For a couple of weeks, so they mm. were like, you know what? Let's do a coma episode. That'll yeah, because they did similar things at various other points in like this. Like there was that one where it was back to the twenties, whatever, and it was uh, oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, I mean, I, this isn't what I'm watching Bones for. Yeah, but it's still funny. Yeah, <laughs> like he's meant to be this this super spy, but anybody who's ever seen David Boreanese knows that he I don't even know how that's how you'd say his name Boreanaz Boreanaz cool (laughs) (laughs) is like he's built like a brick shithouse there's no way he's fucking spy like he's not sneaking up on anyone he's a linebacker like (laughs) (laughs) another bad thing about Bones is all of the accusations that have been leveled against David Boreanaz yes it's like Oh, ouch. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing, and like this is again TV, is the the technology magic of Angela. <laughs> like oh she starts gosh. off, she's just like, I'm an artist, I do art things. And that Very she's invented. Reasonable. And the idea that she's invented one thing yeah. that she's got a patent pending on yeah. that is just her like crowning achievement mm-hmm. as a professional, which is like this 3D imaging software for bones so you can like push scenarios through them. yeah and then but that from them that point onwards it just every single episode there's another superpower yeah that is angela's at angela's disposal and you're just like uh-huh. jesus guys <laughs> it's like they're pushing the narrative that bones is the the super smart one but then angela's just on in the, the corner side doing things like... that are genuinely impossible Genius. yeah <laughs> but it's the main thing that stops James from watching it with me because yeah. it's it's you know it's and chewing gum TV yeah and James just cannot deal with the, just like the <laughs> sheer like you know what yeah you know that this isn't working and I know that this isn't working but we're still gonna put it in and you're just gonna have to fucking accept it I got so annoyed with Jack once uh, because I think it was. So I, I love the revival of Battlestar Galactica from like the 2000, I think 2006 maybe. And we watched an episode together 
And obviously, it, it's not very accurate for space because explosions happen. Right, and, yeah. And, you know... And then Jack was just like, oh, that wouldn't happen in space. Um, and then, oh, they wouldn't be able to hit that in space. And this wouldn't make a sound in space. And I'm like, shut up! <laughs> just, like, just accept that it's fiction and just watch the show. We're not in it for the space. We're in it for the characters. Like, look, Jack. The drama. I get it. You're right. But you need to stop. Stop. And you know what? We can talk shit about Jack because he hasn't fucking listened to the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck is he? I know who this person is. Living in France with the beautiful sunshine and two beautiful dogs. Right. Okay. We. I think we have time for one last quick one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I got it. Let me read it. (laughs) Oh, five best road trip songs. Oh no. Okay, let me. I'm gonna go quick fire. Okay. I have no. My mind is blank. I have okay. nothing, but I'm okay. gonna hold up fingers and I'm gonna say the song I okay. say. Okay. Um, anything by My Chemical Romance. Okay. I don't know the name of the song, but that is an open highway. Because I did it my way. Is that John bon Jovi? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anything you can yell, but particularly that yeah. song. Um, anything by the Black Keys. Although I do have problems with listening to Black Keys whilst driving because I speed <laughs> heavily whenever it's a Black Keys song. So, you know, be considerate to other drivers and stuff. <laughs> then just for straight vibe, Zero to Hero from Hercules. Because if you've got more than two people in the car, that's yeah. a great song for having lots of different parts. Yeah. And then on the same vibe, One Day More. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you've got the right group of people that is a song that's getting the vibe high very quickly (laughs) i have nothing because i realize i don't think about music as much as you do in the same way that like i don't think you think about like i don't know movies as much as i do um so i have loads of playlists and the playlists are very specific um but it will come down to like what mood i'm in Mm. so like the music that i play because there would be people in the car would be very different to what i would want to actually listen to myself Mm. so it would just be also the fact that you don't drive i do not drive which means i'm always in the position of driver gets to choose music which is a perfectly valid position to be in um as if as if you've ever stuck with that with me in the car you play what you want <laughs> this is very true but that's because we have a loving and understanding relationship yeah we were, we we're on the same level yeah um <laughs> and it's voice? basically it's i think my go-to is like 70s 80s 90s rock that you can sing along to so bon jovi and all that i would like okay so i have decided well you decided and I am agreeing with your decision. I really want us to get Wild Boy tattoos. 100%. Um, and I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, and I, I really want like a Wild Boy that's sitting on a mushroom holding a dewdrop. That's kind of the, the vibe I want. And the reason I'm bringing this up is one of the things that I love about Lily and that, that sometimes happens is driving somewhere, listening to a song, and suddenly we're making up our own lyrics. Um... So there's a song called Wild Boys. It's like, Wild Boys! And it's like, it's hyper-masculine. And we came up with our own version, which was about Wild Boys, you know... Wild Boys! Living in their mushrooms! Wild Wild Boys! boys. Drinking from the dewdrops! Wild Boys! Hiding from the squirrels! 
wild, wild boys. And it's basically, they're like little Fumbelina boys <laughs> and they live in the forest and they, they live like under mushrooms and they drink little dewdrops. They're completely asexual. <laughs> yeah, completely. They <laughs> hold hands and skip and occasionally a new one forms. Yeah. Like just. And it's just so wholesome and beautiful. And yeah, that was a perfect driving song. You're right. And that really was a driving was. song for that us really because was. it was just us in the car and every single time we turn on that that track and be like, Wow boys You're right. That's um, the answer. That's the perfect driving yeah, song. And and now I really want us to get uh matching tattoos of like wild boys absolutely. doing different things. And that's a perfect note to end this podcast yeah, on. Absolutely. Right, well thank you for listening to whatever that was. <laughs> Maybe you'll join us in getting wild boys tattoos. <laughs> We'll share it on if we if we when we go ahead because yes, we will do it. Yes. We'll have to share it on on our Instagram and yeah. all of the other kind of things. Uh, but thank you for listening to another week. We we haven't really decided on a publishing schedule yet, so they're coming out vaguely weekly. And they're that's coming just... out when they come out. You get what you get, okay? You get what you pay for, <laughs> <laughs> and you ain't paying shit. So. <laughs> But yeah, so if you want to add any questions or topics to our box, please let us know, either Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or email us email us at squeak at oddmintandsqueak.com. And yeah, follow us on stuff. Uh, send us your feedback. We're loving hearing from people so far. It's, it's been, been really great. lovely. Um, and yeah, speak soon. Wow, boys! Wow, boys!